This is Steve Voss from Tetherball. Uh, you're listening to Notable Nashville. Uh, and this is Gilded Rings from the first album, Whimsy. You're all alone. Father's gone and left you here by the water. Doesn't feel comfortable around your backside. It's the modern age. Dollars and gilded rings won't bring his body back where it belongs. His dirt. Awesome. That was Tetherball off of the first album. What was that song called again? Uh, Gilded Rings. Gilded Rings. It was yeah. good uh, melody there. Oh, um, so yeah, your songwriting is, is really in- intriguing, I think, because um, you said that you use a lot of literature and uh, philosophy in your songwriting. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what kind of literature? Is it like fiction or all types of kind of... Yeah, a lot of, uh, a lot of fiction. Um, I just different stories I, I find inspiration from uh like with the first album uh and movies like like movies and relationships of characters in oh, movies. films and stuff too yeah. yeah um 
are really, you know, kind of get my brain going. And uh, so, like, uh, the song right before that on the album um, called Boulderado is from uh, Misery, the movie. It's just uh-huh. about uh, from from her perspective as a crazed fan. Oh, and, uh, okay. Uh, so, yeah, I like, like wordplay along with that and like, right, using, awesome. using existing relationships. Uh, and it's a fun one. Like, the new album has, like, Twister. Uh, okay. it's a love song inside of the movie Twister and then like American <laughs> Beauty and uh, that's really cool a lot of yeah. people write about love but you never I don't I never heard of like people using films or characters or something yeah know? well I, like it needs it needs like a an extra twist I guess or something something within it to make it kind of interesting or be like okay there there's there's a story instead of just like I miss you so much yeah <laughs> <And> like, <laughs> so for me anyway it's like that's what gets me like okay cool we have something okay uh, yeah so but, uh, and then like Philip K. Dick uh, wrote two songs about a short story that he wrote. Uh, he's amazing. Uh, but uh, the second variety is the name of this short story. Uh-huh. It's like twenty pages long, but I think everyone should read it. Uh, okay, it's great. Just like if you like sci-fi. It's only twenty pages long. Yeah, it's super short. Okay. And uh, yeah, I love sci-fi shorts. They're they're great. Cool. Then especially Philip K. Dick, he, he can like in like fifties and sixties. Um, there's a few collections of them, but uh, he can like wrap up and like like get like great characters and really say something uh and like it's it's satirical at the same time that it's like has a twist and has a point like it's he just has a really great way with stories writing yeah yeah so yeah two two songs and then another song is about another philip kiddick okay book yeah i'll have to check it out so um you kind of describe your sound as like couple artists i saw was spoon and beck i do hear that in your in your music is oh, there cool. i like them there, a lot i don't know yeah. if it's like <laughs> no it does sound across. like that yeah but cool. i mean everybody wants to have their own originality i think you kind of you know have your own sound uh, do you do you play along with like a full band all the time or is that only uh you sometimes or it's only me sometimes, sometimes. and i'm uh yeah i'm figuring out this next batch of like how, how it's going to look as a live setup uh-huh. um but I really just want to lock myself in a studio and just be like, I'm, I'm much more at home at home and comfortable at uh, in the studio and recording, like just being like by myself and like, uh-huh. all right, cool. I have control of stuff, but like, do you play other instruments too? Like drums and stuff? Yeah. Or? Like this next one, this new album, I'm playing everything on it. Oh wow. Um, okay. And uh, except for like horns, I'll get some like friends too, but the three songs I've recorded so far, I, I did everything. And uh, uh, yeah, for like the live setup, um, usually like a four piece. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm uh, kind of nailing that down. Everyone's freaking out <laughs> at the wedding. Uh, the oh, was a. Uh, uh, we were talking about a full band. You're saying yeah. So four like piece. four piece. So yeah. like I'm, I play guitar and okay. um, I got a Nord Electro, so I'm like starting to incorporate that live and use All a lot right. more keys in the next album. First album is very like guitar heavy, uh-huh. so I'm kind of like now looking at synths and, and experimenting with a lot more key awesome. stuff, which I miss playing keys. I, I haven't played it a lot Yeah. in the last while, but, uh, yeah, so like a four piece, maybe five, like depending on the setup, but I'm, I'm developing the live set right now. Okay. Did someone just walk in here? I don't know. Oh, I just saw the door. Oh, I think it was my landlord, uh, coming up from outside. That oh. <laughs> <laughs> was just freaky. The door just moved. Um, so let's talk about, um, solar cabin studios. Um, what is what is is that your like uh your studio that you record in? Yeah, so I have a I have a studio inside of Silverpoint Studios, um, over in East Nashville, like Trinity okay. and Dickerson ish, and uh, there's an amazing facility. It's like 
huge warehouse space that like concert tour production uh, production rehearsals come through and uh so mostly like pop country because it's nashville uh-huh. uh, but like toby mac just left what, what last night um and it's just a big warehouse for them to use to set up their custom staging and lighting and get mm-hmm. like you know a walkthrough through the entire like set before they go on tour okay cool. and uh then when people aren't there then i like use you know shoot music videos uh in it and uh then i have a i have a hole from my room it used to be a steel manufacturing facility this whole mm-hmm. building so my room that's like like a 22 by 24 foot like uh box that i like kind of got it out ish uh i can put my snake through the hole in the wall into the one of the warehouses and then it's just like thirty thousand square feet of uh warehouse space that i can play drums and like oh, awesome. get some like really awesome sounds with that so, what so that's me- really fun when like nobody's there it's a ghost town and i can like uh-huh. <laughs> yeah what music videos have you shot there uh, a whole bunch like uh Stuff La Rosa, mythical love that one was really fun oh, okay uh, oh so you, very you shooting for other bands and stuff yeah and then oh, okay. um like I, I shot a couple scenes for tetherball like the two music full music videos that i okay. did uh at the studio and then, yeah, a whole lot of other bands that I've shot. Nice. And, you know, yeah, so you, you do a lot of photography. I've seen you around town at different oh, events. Yeah. Um, what's that like? Is that, is that kind of like a hobby or do you? you yeah, know? that's like, that's the that's the day job, I guess, which okay. is great. Because yeah. then it's like, no matter what I'm doing, whether it's like making music or like kind of working because I'm like developing Tetherball and like building it up because uh-huh. um, from like a year, year and a half ago is when I started it and uh-huh. started doing stuff and I like went right into it and record an album and stuff and was figuring out well, I just didn't even sing before that so it's all pretty new still so oh, okay cool so then yeah shooting video for a handful of different clients and then different bands mostly music videos uh-huh. and uh, just did a commercial for a kid's book oh wow this <laughs> is hilarious uh, wheels on the tuk-tuk it's like <laughs> wheels on the bus go around and around okay. wheels on the tuk-tuk so it's like Bollywood nice action shots and uh mixed with the kids vibe so yeah that's fun so that's that's what uh i have a great time doing that and um and then just make albums and play in awesome. between um, um so tetherball you know i remember playing that in grade school the actual game tetherball. Yeah. what did you what what brought that name about did you kind of just want something you know fun well it it had like yeah so when i was thinking of like band name stuff to uh for the first few months of kind of like oh i think i'm gonna start a new project that's mm-hmm. just like you know i'm writing now and i'm like doing all this stuff because i was i was in a band called the rouge before and uh where i was just like playing drums and i switched to keys and guitar and started do some writing with mm-hmm. josh the singer <clears throat> but i never like tried to like do anything on my own um so then yeah like about two years ago i started trying that but i through that process I was like trying to figure out what would even like as I'm like figuring out even the sound um that I like that uh-huh. uh and tetherball when I when it my thought of it it just kind of felt really right it, it was like there's a sense of nostalgia yeah this like place in your your life every every like phase of your life in different years where there's uh like when, when I was a kid like that was like the most important thing and then I haven't even thought about it in years so it was like the sense of that this is like a special time in this place and who I was and this person then so which is you know just nostalgia kind of in general yeah and uh that kind of felt right with it as well as kind of uh like tetherball being kind of like 
like a lonely game in a way like I mostly play it yeah, just it like by myself <laughs> so it had a, a sense of loneliness which I think fit with the darker stuff of tetherball and then like it's just it's fun it's kind of a it's just a fun like thing to do yeah which fits with like the quirky side so it all kind of like well, it all cool. made sense um but I, I i think like the nostalgic sense is what really drew me to it and, okay like fit with a lot of other themes that i was going through lyrically and, i gotcha uh, yeah there are different points in your life where you remember oh man this brings back memories or like even certain like senses i think you know certain smells or you know sounds. yeah totally it's cool. and then you know that's yeah it's just a, a slice of your life that you're kind of a different person you're just yeah. like a different your perspective like you're only a kid once and you only have that skewed view right yeah so so um your new album you what what was your most recent album whimsy whimsy was the name of it yeah, yeah. i really like the song boots off of that could we go oh. ahead and listen to that sure all right boots with uh, two s's everybody <laughs> here we go everybody go check out that album whimsy that was boots off of that album um 
So let's talk about, um, you know, we talked about photography and stuff. You also do a lot of stuff with drones, right? Yeah. So I got a drone uh, like four months ago. Okay. Uh, how, expen- yeah. how expensive are drones? Are those? It's amazing how, how cheap they are. Now. Really? Like this was like, it's a Phantom 3 uh, Pro. So it's like a 4K camera on a, um, it's like 1400 bucks, okay. which is insane for just yeah. like you have this flying machine, but it also has a camera on it. And you can like, I just got an iPad. Uh, so you can use that as the the screen on it. Um, oh, okay. Of, like you usually like you can use your phone, but like uh-huh. the iPad's like amazing to look at. But that's awesome. Then like flying around with a live 720 feed to that, uh, yeah, it's crazy just how cheap and accessible that is. Uh-huh. So now like we'll see how long it lasts until like regulations are like, oh man, remember when we could fly machines through the yeah. air? It was like future <laughs> shit, and now it's like. <laughs> you know, you just can't do it because there's like I'm sure some kind of regulations will get. Yeah. But for now, it's great. Yeah. Uh, I think my favorite use of the drone, aside from any video, like actually using it for like production stuff, uh, was I played a show at Basement East. Um, had to settle with Aubriana from Fauna Halo, and she worked at Tin Dog, and I, I lived like two blocks away. It was a couple months ago. So then she was like, "Hey, do you want to stop by?" It was like midnight or so. If you want to stop by and settle, I'll get you a shot of whiskey. So I'm like, yes, come outside in 10 minutes. So then I flew the drone to like two blocks over with a water bottle uh, tied to the bottom of the drone with a shoelace uh-huh. and taped an envelope with her payment to it and then <laughs> said, put whiskey here. So then she like, <laughs> I got the video. I didn't, I never did anything with it, but that's really cool. Um, yeah. So then I just like lowered it down and then she like put a bunch of whiskey in the water bottle <laughs> and then took her payment and it was, it was done. Wow. It was the best futuristic yeah <laughs> um and you also do some sort of like a uh, jazz cover band or something like that do you just play yeah. so it, so it kind of started from i wanted to do a live version of the album whimsy when i mm-hmm. i did that so uh last i think september last september i uh got with the band who were in nashville a uh, hot club time machine they okay. were amazing. They're like a gypsy jazz band. They were unbelievable. So oh wow! Like check them out. But uh, okay. I got them to learn all ten songs, and then like in one night we uh, did it on video and audio of just like one pass through of the, each of the song. whole album. Yeah, and somehow oh, wow. they learned it and like nailed it. And that's like, crazy. Yeah, it was it was great. Cause Is was, that available to purchase? Yeah, or? it's on Spotify and okay. iTunes and all that. And uh, so then there's like whimsy and then whimsy jazzivore is what I called it for just like the live jazz-a-vore. versions. Uh, but we did it at uh, Creative Caffeine in Berry okay. Hill. That was really fun. Yeah, it was like a one-day thing. But then I, I turned that into, like, all right, cool, that's fun to do. And early this year, I started doing Jazzer Ball. So it's just Tether Ball, but with brushes and quiet guitars. <laughs> it's kind of like how I'm playing these songs. Okay. Uh, but then it's covers, so it's like, feeling like a freak on a leash. And I'm like, <laughs> uh, like Katy Perry firework. It's just very, very... <laughs> nice silly but like taking it extremely serious like while you're on stage dang i want to come uh, out to one of those shows that sounds fun yeah so i'm playing <laughs> a wedding today for oh, okay. jason denton uh who's the other half of like solar cabin studios so okay us two do video work and he's getting married today which is amazing oh awesome yeah congrats to uh to him yeah congrats jason <laughs> congrats jason <laughs> um so solar cabin studios and you also have um is silver point records somebody that uh that's, that helps you make the records, or that's Jason Smythe who helped out with the first album okay. production, Whimsy, and um, he's just amazing. Helps out with just he's great, okay. uh, but he owns Silverpoint Studios, where my studio is inside of. Oh, I and, gotcha. Uh, so yeah, he has like I mean like all the video production stuff, like uh, and he's just he's a great 
has a great eye and like just uh-huh. super knowledgeable about just like oh uh, uh with a 3300 color temperature and like he just like <laughs> knows all the numbers for like all the technical side of everything that's and, awesome uh, he's great he's been like super helpful with like video production and like helped um put out the first album so okay. it was just the you know miscellaneous just the things because I, I recorded all myself but like so it's just in the room and i like that saved money and i could like yeah make the album but like yeah he just helped out with everything else so that's silver point records is him silver point records okay that he did with and then also tesla rosa it was like tesla rosa and tetherball okay and then both singers of those bands are solar cabin studios nice nice yeah well would you want to play another song for us kind of the sure. j- jazz version yeah sure <laughs> uh what this one's kind of was written kind of in that nature anyway uh uh it's called social jedi um, all right and it has just social networking stuff. Is social it, Jedi? Is that off of Whimsy? Uh, it's off of the next record. The next coming one coming up. So up. I recorded this one, uh, and then yeah, late October I'm I'm recording the rest of the album. So I have All like right. twenty songs that I'm kind of narrowing down from. Awesome. But yeah. Well, here's a sneak peek, everybody. Here we go. <laughs> Why'd you walk on my window all the day? I'm just trying to grow my family. I'm alone and tumbling down this ladder. I wish you'd walk away from my jamboree. Tetherball, everybody. Where can we find your music? And you have a website or yeah, uh, Spotify, iTunes. Yeah, Spotify, iTunes, uh, all those, uh, all the normal places. And then uh, tetherballmusic.com. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for coming by the studio. And yeah. All right, everybody, check them out. This is Notable Nashville. Thanks for listening. Hey, thanks for continuing to tune in. It's time for Gary's Pick of the Week. What do you got for us this week, Gary? We're going to check out the new single from the Gills called Rubber Band. Rubber Band. Let's give it a listen. Rubber Band. 
Thanks for listening to Notable Nashville Podcasts. You can follow us on Twitter at Notable underscore Nash, like us on Facebook, and keep up with in-studio pictures on Instagram. Big thanks to Steve Voss of Tetherball for stopping by, sharing some awesome tunes, some cool stories. For more info, visit NotableNashville.com. If you're an artist inquiring about joining us, send us an email. Again, thanks for listening to Notable Nashville Podcasts. Wow, wow, wow.